We're in an oasis for your ears. Okay. We're in an oasis for we your ears? We are an oasis mm. for your ears. Okay, how was the podcast already yet? Okay, yes. I have something to say. Matthew. What? Now, I've been meaning to talk to you about this. Okay. I sent you a text approximately an hour and 15 minutes ago. I am not getting this fucking tattoo with you. Okay, but listen. What? It would be so funny. No, it really wouldn't. And it would be so cool because we get it. you can get it on your left cheek, and I'll get it on my left cheek. Or wait, you're on your right cheek, I'll get it on my left cheek. And when we connect cheeks, we'll both have, um, uh, what are their names? Hold on. Dalton Butthead? No. Dalton wants to get the Spitfire ta- like <gasps> tattoos. Wait, wait. Spitfire or the World Industry? Yeah, World Industry. Yeah. Flame Boy and Water Boy. Yeah. Oh, is that what well, they're called? It's, it's Flame Boy and... Uh, and Water Boy. It's not Water Boy. I swear. I just... I pulled it up on my Pinterest, dog. And Let's... he wants to get these two. He wants to get the Flame One tattooed on his butt cheek. And he wants me to get the Water One tattooed on my butt cheek. That way, we could have... Butt cheek matching tattoos, mm-hmm. and then we if we have, whenever we want to moon each other, it's Flame Boy and Wet Willie. Wet Willie, Flame Boy. I used to draw Willy. them in middle school all the time. Yeah, you look dude. anything like the picture you drew of me? Yep. Then they were spot on, <laughs> <laughs> accurate as shit. <laughs> and there's also like a Satan character in that, which is yeah, just like a circle. Devil Boy, Devil Boy. Blind so, had the coolest ones though. Blind had my favorite. I drew I actually drew the blind the logo Grim a Reaper? lot. Yeah. You should get that tattooed on you. Remember I got that? Uh, that was like my first real skateboard. Yeah, we, I, blind w- board. I went to go pick it out for you. I love uh, that. Hold board. on. Before we do this, where it's uh, week number two, we're just going to go on down this half pipe and launch ourselves into this podcast. Whoa. Whoa, bro. Way to <laughs> kick flip. <laughs> David, roll the intro. I'm Drum. I'm Drummer. took four melatonin the other night all right we're back everybody week number 32 <laughs> all right guys i'll make this real simple for you six times five is 30 plus two dang that class 30 is working four. out really fast let's go huh? yes thank you and as always we are your hosts i'm drummer and i me i'm drummer did i say i'm drummer? <laughs> you said you're drummer. yes i'm oh, sorry <laughs> we do, we it's do. been a long week <laughs> And as always, we're your hosts. I'm Drum. And I am Drummer. Thanks, you guys. Really, really appreciate you taking time out of your day to sit down and listen. And uh, So can we please get these tattoos or do no. I have to like wait for... What if we like... Do you think someone can actually sleep through like a butt tattoo? Sleep through a butt tattoo? I think if you're drunk enough. Yeah, but then you'll bleed everywhere. Or sedated enough. Oh, your blood is thinner. Huh? Will you... You do bleed when you get a tattoo, huh? Yeah, but it depends. Like if you drink like alcohol while you're like after or if you, like, if you drink alcohol and you get drunk and you get tattooed your blood center so you bleed a little bit more which is a little more annoying but they'll still work on you you know but your butt's really like there's more fat back there so is the blood yeah, still gonna pop gonna out bleed that much depends who you are i'm all muscle but you know whatever you're not <laughs> you want to pay yeah hey bro these shorts make my cakes look good i'm not like i was uh i was working at i'm house sitting right now so the house that i was at uh, i was in the office working and i like looked over I was like, damn, I actually have an ass. Like, hell yeah, good for you, man. And I wasn't doing like the Donald Duck butt Bro, thing. I have an ass. What's the Donald Duck butt thing? It's like uh Don't even bring up Donald Duck in front of me. How dare you? What's the Donald Duck butt thing? Stop. <laughs> I love that. It pisses him off. Uh Donald Duck butt means it's when you stand but you have an arch in your lower back, so you stick your butt out. Oh, like stripper uh, butt. Yeah. But I call it Donald Duck butt. Because okay. this is this is a G rated podcast for all the children. Is it really? I listen to it. Fuck no! <laughs> if you're under the age of 18, hang up. Fuck off. Hang up. I mean, I mean hang up because apparently you're on the phone now. It <laughs> it's has a been phone a long call. week. I have not slept very well at all. Um, Yo, sleeping has been so hard recently. So bad. And it's like been slightly hot at night, but not too hot. Why? <laughs> David's burping and looking at me the whole time. He's like... <laughs> Fucking weirdest you've ever seen in my life. Um, but... So, I took four melatonin on Monday night, and none of it worked. Dude, that's too many. How many are you supposed to take? What's the proper to overdo it? Oh no, because here's here. I took two, and then it was ten minutes later, and I was like, <laughs> "This isn't working, bro. Give me more time." <laughs> so I took two more, 
and then I got tired. So then I tried to go to sleep. But the thing is, since Matthew's house sitting, Maggie's sleeping with me. So Maggie was like twitching a lot that night and she kept stretching out her legs and clawing my back. So then I was like, ow. So I couldn't sleep. So I tried to come to the living room and then she followed me. You gave your bed to the dog. Well, here's the thing. I've also made an assumption that I have to buy a new bed. Because my bed is it's like I stop sleeping in it more. I'm starting to realize it's very uncomfortable. You know what I mean? So I don't know if it's a bed or it's the mel- maybe I got some like faulty melatonin in my life or like I don't know. It has to be one of those things, right? So um but the melatonin I'm taking like they're the gummy melatonin, so each one is like 5 milligrams, I think. Um but it's pretty good. Like they're blueberry. Like children's melatonin? Yeah. So I was well, you, how come you don't sleep in Matt's bed? Yeah, why not? Uh, uh, Matthew Dalton sleeps naked. His, what? So you sleep naked. I mean, he's not wrong. How the hell do you know? Because you, you told us. Oh, yeah. I've started sleeping naked. <laughs> yeah, Matt sleeps naked in his bed, and I find his sheets. Change the sheets. Absolutely disgusting. Also, too, Dalton thinks I'm just this, like, the most disgusting human being in the entire world. Like, everything I do just absolutely disgusts him. So, <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I can't do it. I can't do it. I was, but like, I would because his bed is honestly actually pretty comfortable. Like, I, I the reviews on his awesome. bed aren't that good, but the bed that I'm gonna. Who's reviewing Matt's bed? That's he Monique. got off Amazon. Uh, Monique's the only one that stays in bed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I sit on it sometimes. We can ask Maggie. Maggie loves it, but she she has some allergy problems right now, so she probably can't talk about it. So I got my bed off of Amazon. Uh, highly recommend it. I love my bed. Um, however, there was. The, this is literally the reason I bought my bed. There's one review on the mattress that I bought. Somebody was like, it's titled, the review everybody wants to know. And this guy reviewed how the bed holds up during sex. And the review was pretty good. And it's like, you know, not the most springy of mattresses because there's no springs in it. Mm-hmm. And he goes, but it's sturdy enough for you to be able to find a rhythm to, to keep going. Uh, and then he like went through this whole thing. It was yeah, really, man. really good. Yeah, the rhythm's you need important. a rhythm? I mean, for some people, David, that don't have huge penises, yeah. <laughs> I would think the bed frame is more important to worry about than a mattress. No, when it comes to that kind of stuff, because the bed. Like no, we went, you don't have a bed frame. Though. Like when we went to Long Beach, and our friends, we were all trying to pick beds to stay in, and one of our friends walks in, and there's like a bed in the middle room, and the first thing he does is put his bag down and grab the edge and go, start like shaking it, and it goes, ah, ah, ah. and I'm like, yep, yeah, it's gonna be loud. <laughs> it's something gonna happen to yeah. Oh really? <laughs> Good. Fucking idiot. But yeah, so I love my bed, Dalton. I I'm, I'm, I'm gonna time. buy one. The only thing is, it's like you know, I just bought the desk, mm-hmm. so it's it's a it's like a little bit bigger. So I'm I'm curious to see. I'm I'm gonna get it either way. I really don't care how much space I have, but I'm curious to see how much like room I'm gonna have to roll out of my uh, computer chair. You're gonna have to move some stuff around. I don't know. I really don't want to, but I probably will. So that's that's probably be my next purchase is um, the new bed and the new uh, bed frame thing that you have to stand on. Right on. Blind Industries was your first skateboard? Oh, yeah. Blind Industries. And I fucking love that board. I rode that board to the ground. Well, kind of. I also uh, got bored of it. So there's like two <laughs> different things. <laughs> so um, I had that board for two years. Um, the thing is, is me and Matthew were super, super like into skateboarding we skateboarded for, a, for I know. A I was going to say, what level of skateboarders were you? I, uh, what does that mean? Were you like Ollie level or could you do a kickflip? No, I could do, I could do stuff. I could get the flip on the kickflip. <laughs> I could do the pop shove it. Yeah. I could do. Cause I feel like it was Ollie was one, the first level. Then you could, if you could kickflip, you could do a couple things and then grinding. Yeah. No, what I fell in love with was vert, with vert skating. That that shit was like the best because I love the speed and the going up and going to the side and like grinding for a little bit and then going back down. That stuff was always fun. Uh, the thing was is there wasn't a lot of places. I, I didn't like the idea of street skating. It sounded boring to me. I was like, I want to go down, you know, the pools and stuff. And when we finally got to go to a skate park, we went like maybe four or five different times. Yeah, we had only went a handful of times. Yeah, like there wasn't our parents weren't home or they didn't want to take us stuff like that yeah. so when we go to the park i would freaking love it yeah. i would just 
you know, burn out all my energy there. But I, I wasn't into the idea of finding a curb and just grinding on it for an hour. You know, that wasn't what I found fun. So I usually I would just end up riding around. So my board was usually made for riding around until I found somewhere to vert. So I didn't really have a lot. And plus, I liked the artwork on the bottom. So I didn't want to fuck up the artwork on the bottom. (laughs) So yeah, I had the blind board for a while. And then my dad for Christmas basically told us, he was like, hey, uh, do you guys want like, you know, custom built skateboards with like everything you want on it? So we got, I think I got like a, what did I get? Do you remember the board that you got? I do. You got uh, a girl board, didn't you? Yeah. So it was, there's a, but it was really cool. Like you go on this website and you uh, basically pick the board you want and then you pick the trucks. Like the deck. Yeah. You pick the deck, you pick the trucks, you pick the wheels, bearings and all that stuff. And so our boards, our boards were pretty fucking legit. Like they had everything that we were told were awesome. You know what I mean? And, uh. I remember my dad went and took Caleb to get his first skateboard, mm-hmm. his first like actual skateboard, because he was he was riding on like some like what what kind of skateboard was he riding on like an OCC skateboard that we I, had in the back or something yeah, like I, that. We had like we had an uh, an extra one. Uh, the skateboard that I got there was a skate movie that just got released called Fully Flared, and so I bought the board that was like produced from that movie, and. Uh, so I got I got it all hooked up, and what was cool was like when I went to uh, my middle school, I got like I found some friends that were also into skateboarding, and so I was able to go out and skate with them, and uh, we like found this cool little driveway that led into like a ledge that you could grind on and then jump off, and so we skated right there for like an hour and stuff like that. So it was fun. Uh, I was okay. I, mean, I wasn't great, but I I enjoyed it. Yeah, Matt was definitely more to the street skating than I was. But he he also had a lot more friends that were into skating at that time, so he 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 would jump in and out of it every yeah. once in a while and do that. But that was, but it was more of a hobby. Oh yeah, rather than like in minding well, the gap. Yeah, the we gap. had a buddy like, who who went into active and like was sponsored and stuff for yeah. a while. That yeah. was pretty cool. He was a pretty good friend of ours for yeah. for a good bit. So yeah, but skating was just more of just something to do around the neighborhood. Yeah, it wasn't like that documentary that we all watched. No, it wasn't. Uh, I was, yeah, no, that wasn't our escape from terrible home lives, which is crazy. There's a documentary called Mining the Gap, and it's just about these like group of kids that are skateboarders oh, and, and what it means to them and, and stuff like that. And so they're definitely there was a deep appreciation for mm-hmm. me and Dalton for both to just enjoy it and be able to, you know, use it as a way to, to connect with friends and, uh, you know, uh, for us to bond together except for you know dalton couldn't handle my teaching for more than four minutes because then he'd get mad I just don't do well with talking to matt uh but in minding the gap this documentary it basically goes through these kids lives and shows how much how important it is for them to have this outlet you know and it goes to show like how expressive how people can express themselves in different ways and in, in a multitude of ways you know for a lot of people it's music for some, it's poetry, and for these individuals, it was, uh, you know, skateboarding mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it's it, that's a really, really good documentary. It talks, um, it goes on that, and then it digs deeper into like the idea of masculinity, and then domestic abuse, and and oh, a lot of rough topics. Yeah, yeah, that's an intense, intense documentary. It's fun though. It's so cool to watch. And it came out right around the same same time as mid nineties. Which was Jonah Hill's movie. I haven't watched that yet. It's it's kind of like the same thing, except it's it's a scripted movie rather than a documentary about these people's people's lives. Yeah, it's yeah, such a good movie. Watch it. Highly recommended. All right, um, I will. Dang, I need to go watch the skate video. But then I'm gonna want to go out and try and skateboard again. And then I'm just there's gonna, another like five hundred dollars on a skateboard on like, the whole setup. Roll my and, fucking ankle. But you want to rewatch Fully Flared? Yeah. Also, there's I so every time there's a skateboarding video game coming out, I'm like, fuck, I want to play it. Tony Hawk's pr- the the remake of one and two. Yes, but that's mm. not what I'm talking about. There's a new skate video that's come or skate video skate game that's coming out. I think it's for the Switch. I I don't know the name of it, but it looks fucking good. And I'm like, hell yeah, because I Dalton and I both played skate Ugh. for hours. No, we played Tony Hawk Pro Skater too. Is skate the one that has the little board that you would use on the Wii? No, so Skate came out on the 360, so it was after that. And at the time, it was the most realistic skateboarding game, so you God. had to learn. Wasn't the Wii, like, the most nonsense fucking gaming system in the world? I love the Wii. God, it was just, that whole system blows my mind. Why? It doesn't make sense. 
It was tiny. How, how does it not make sense? The, it Wii? Would, yeah, I remember I bought Call of Duty for the Wii. The whole game was changed. Yeah, because all you had was like... Yeah, the, I didn't I didn't think like that. It's basically like a big arcade game yeah. but, that you have at home. It was... I was like, oh my God, this is a waste of my money. Like, I didn't buy anything for the Wii after that. How old were you? It's like... Because you're a traditional gamer. Yeah. The Wii is for like families and younger kids. Yeah, I hated every second of it. Mm-hmm. The only thing I played that was fun was fucking tennis. God, I wrecked on some tennis, dog. Actually, Caleb wrecked on some tennis. That kid was unnaturally good. The only story I think of whenever I think about that, about the Wii, is there was one time, I probably said it on this podcast, I think I did, uh, our cousins Caleb, Aubrey, and Jared, they got Wii Fit. And so it was a game, and you were on this island. There was all these workouts you were supposed to do, and you had the the board and stuff. So it was like a cool game because you had all these little activities. I'll never forget, I walked in, and I look over, and I just see this person like on the the avatar whatever the character just running super super fast and it was in this race and i look and then i look to see who's playing and it's caleb and he's sitting down on the couch and then he has the controller and the way that it tracks because you're supposed to hold the controllers in each hand and then you ran and then as you held the controllers it tracked the motion of the controllers so caleb was just sitting down on the couch playing drums as fast as he could and then he was beating all these other players that he was playing with who were actually up running. And I'm like, Caleb, doesn't that defeat the whole purpose? And he just looked at me and he goes, I need to get the high score. And he's all, Aubrey, Aubrey got it yesterday. I'm so upset. I need to get it. And I'm like, well, did she actually run? He goes, no, she did the same thing. So they figured out a way to, to cheat the system. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was tons. We you just play Just Dance and you were just sitting because all it would do is get your arms. I played no, Just I, Dance. I just played the Star Wars Just Dance. I only played Just Dance once and it was at your house. It was actually pretty fun. It's a fun game. I'm the not going to Star Wars? Yeah. That, it's, it's fucking fun. You would like it. Yeah, during that whole time when I didn't didn't want to go to the gym and I was finding any other way to work out. <laughs> <laughs> you thought just dance was going to be the, the It was a good workout. That was his cardio. <laughs> I just did just dance for two hours. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> I did those like superhero workouts that were on that were online for a while and super popular. And then yep. I did just dance. I can't remember what what they were called though. Dear and God. you finally just listened to me. Dear God. Okay. Dalton, dude. Uh Hey, that's me. Yesterday I am a, your brother. Yesterday Dalton Drum. Yesterday. All day. Yesterday. How's your day? Was my day. It was your day yesterday. It was my day. Why was it your day yesterday? Uh, Fill everybody in. So I came home from the gym, and Matthew was in his, his room. And I walked into my room and put my stuff on the ground, and I walked into his room. I said, hey, Matt. He said, hey, Dalton. And he's like, are you ready for today? And I was like, you know it, dude. You know it. So I walked back into my room, and I see this lunch pail. Lunch pail is full of <laughs> notebooks and bangs and candy and all this stuff telling me that it's going to be a good day today. Why? Because it's my first day of school. I'm going to cybersecurity school. Bah, 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 bah. Did you take a picture? No. With your lunchbox? No. And your backpack on? I forgot mom specifically asked for me she to take did. a picture. She oh, wanted really? a first day of school picture. Yeah, I was, supposed to film, I was supposed to take a picture of my first day of school picture, and then I was supposed to send a video of my uh, commute from the couch to the room. Uh, because the first four <laughs> months the classes are online for right now because uh-huh. they don't want to go into the class just yet so um i found out for like after the first four months i'm gonna i'm gonna be going all the way over there just to go to class so that'll be fun <laughs> but um yeah so first day of uh whatever cybersecurity means um it went pretty well there's just a lot of words that i don't understand that's all it is is like the concept of it makes sense, you know. Like I understand how the the internet works, and it's just the guy that's teaching us, um, you know, worked for Disney. He he did a offensive security for him, so he he was still doing it. He just um got I guess a few people from uh, Disney got laid off due to the COVID stuff. When Dalton was telling me about it right before we started this, he goes, "Yeah, my instructor. He said all he does is he just protects the mouse." And I'm all protects the mouse. Then I had two things go through my head because I wasn't even thinking about Disney. I just imagined like he actually got hired by some company and they're like, they tried to fire him, but he just won't leave. And they're like, okay, you know, you protect the mouse. So every day he goes in and he turns on his computer and he just my stares mouse. at his mouse. He's like, no one's touching this shit. <laughs> and the second one was he just actually has a mouse that he tries to protect. Yeah. No, um, it's like everyone protects, protects Mickey. So there's, I mean, there's. 
thousands and thousands of people that try to hack into like any type of Disney thing to get, oh, yeah. you know, stuff off or get stuff for free sent to them. And it's crazy what, how much like people actually do. So his whole thing is he, he tries to hack into their own websites and uh, find what they can fix and then tells people, Hey, you can fix this, this, and this, these are your problems, uh, fix it. So, you know, make it doesn't get mad. And that's all he does. And he, he did that for, um, for them. He, he worked a little bit with Lucasfilms. And then he worked with um, another production company because they all need to protect their name. That's basically all it is. It's like yeah. people like to, you know, fuck with the names and then. Yeah. I mean, you saw Sony, what happened with Sony. Yeah. yeah. Multiple times and PlayStation. And PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it's and, intense. and uh, I have a friend who works for a software development company and they had created themselves. One of the group's projects was to create like a internal Facebook Mm-hmm. And it was before anything like Basecamp or uh, Stitcher. Like they were like definitely ahead of the time. Like Stitcher, that's the podcast platform. Um, Slack, that's the name of the. Slack. In, so Slack's like an internal communication. Oh, I have that. Uh, yeah. So it, before all of that was even around, uh, his company went through and they made it. So they had like the first rendition of it, right? So they release it, and then he was a part of the team where they sent out like an email to like a select group, and they were like, "So we've just released it." see what's wrong with it and i guess like it was a group of like five or six people and they just tore that entire thing apart like they took the they started sending messages as the ceo to different people giving them raises like like everybody knew that like what was going on so everybody was prepared and so they just like had a field day with the thing and so then i guess they went back to the group all five of them and the entire development team was just sitting there like giving them the desk they're like all right we got a lot of work to do so these are people in the company or these are like Hackers, they hire. No, no, no. These, these are people in the company. Okay. Yeah, because they all, that's like, that's what they do all day. Yeah. Um, and then kind of similar to like what you were telling about some of the certification tests where his job interview was when he walked in, they gave him a uh, a project. How would you start it? How would you do this? How would you do that? Mm-hmm. And so he had to go through and start doing that, which I feel like is pretty common in, in that line of work. Most of it, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, so it should be pretty cool. It's going to be very intense. I already like have a shit ton of homework and stuff to do and plenty of stuff to study because i feel like it'll get easier but it's just the first few months are going to be very like you know get all this done but this may all come to a close i don't know because at the end of the month they have you make you take this test i mean it seems fairly simple what they're teaching us it's very basic just terminology pretty much um but they're gonna make you take this test at the end of the month or around july beginning of july and if you pass then um they'll recommend you into the next phase of the course and that's where it gets like you actually learn how to protect and, and hack. If, and, and if you don't pass, you just get it. cut from the program. I guess so. Do I don't you get know. your money back or anything. Or? No, no, it, no. But you, it's not like you can't sign up for the program again. You know. Yeah, I mean? yeah. Like they, they still hold it open, but oh, okay. You know, it's just uh, it's like um, you just gotta pass. It's it's just p- pass the basics. Understand what you're doing, and then we'll be like, okay, you understand what you're doing. We'll throw you in here. Good luck. Is it just one of those cuts? Or it's, they have that a couple throughout. There, this is the one cut. The rest are going to be, okay, you failed it this time. Try and take it again. Okay. So they give you chances on the other ones. But this is the first one. They're like, okay, you got to get this done. And you're the youngest one in this class, right? It looks like it. I'm not saying I am. But from the people I saw in the class, um, it, it does look like it. Some, some of them are college students, but they're, you know, um, aged. <laughs> But they're all really nice. They're all really cool. Um, we all had a, we all talked and introduced ourselves and what we did for a living and all this stuff. And a lot of people, um, it seemed like were just got laid off and they decided they wanted to do this, you know, maybe as a career change or something because they know that cybersecurity is blowing up. And I thought there was going to be a lot more people in my class, but it seems like there's around 32 people in mine and 32 people in the other class. So they keep it fairly low. Did Mikey end up doing it too? Mm-mm. No. Didn't see him. Or he might be doing the Monday and Wednesdays. Oh, okay. So uh, our cousin, he we went over to go hang out with him. We talked about it a couple weeks ago um, when we saw our cousins before they moved. And Dalton was talking about it, and our cousin Mikey got excited and was like, "Hey, I'll do it with you. That way, you know, there's two of us going through it at once rather than just you know doing it by yourself." Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I mean, this is cool because they they almost like they tell you like if 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 you show that you're good and you know what you're doing. We'll make sure that you get certified in all these things. We'll help you with your resume. We'll help you with, you know, job opportunities. And then, you know, like I was telling you earlier, like 
three guys from the last class got um, interviews with Disney recently. And then another another group of guys got interviews with the FBI. So, I mean, people are going out there. They need them. So. Can you see Dalton being in the FBI? I am an FBI agent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that for that line. sound bit, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think, it, I mean... The he would FBI have is all the answer. An- he would have all the answers to every conspiracy you guys have ever talked about. I mean, yeah, but Shit. the fact that we've recorded talking about it, I don't know if they're gonna have you on. Like, it's dangerous, dude. It's dangerous. We'll see. Yeah, I don't. I mean, that'd be cool. That'd be super sick. Fuck it up. You know what I mean? If you although, but if you disappear on my ass, like they send you on some assignment and you don't tell me, the second you come back, you better be fucking training. I'm gonna beat your ass if you leave without saying bye to me. I'm gonna be pissed. All right. Sounds good. And then somehow your FBI boss is going to be there and then he's going to see me just have a field day with you. And then he's going to be like, we got to send him back to basic training. He can't defend himself. (laughs) Older brother power, dude. Shut the fuck up. You know, all of that makes me think though is um, like we never learned how to learn. So what I mean by that is we never learned how to consume information and we never learned how to retain it and how to actually process it. And I've been thinking about this because it wasn't until, you know, probably like my last year of college or whatever that I like sat down and I was like, what is the best way that I retain information? Is it, do I sit down for three hours, pound it in my head and then I remember it that way? Or is it that I like take small chunks of information go do something else and then come back and then uh and so then i i like typed it into youtube like how to learn and i apparently this is like a big thing because like we we just get told you know we sit in a classroom and the system teaches us quote unquote how to learn but it's not actually the most like efficient way to learn what what has what has been your most efficient way so my most efficient way i actually felt like was a huge hindrance on me for years because it's like i would do like 30 minutes of just like super intense focused work and then i would go do something else like i would get distracted and and go do something or like take a nap and then i would come back and then just continue on um but for me the biggest thing was like small bursts of gathering information and then repetition repetition for me was everything like what i would do is um i had probably one of my toughest classes was um called organizational behaviors called ob um and so for the exam i had a study guide and i needed to get an a in this class uh so what i did was and my professor told me he goes this is how i studied and he goes this is what i recommend to everybody and anybody that listens to me they they do a good job is you write down the questions on the study guide and then without just like without looking at your notes or anything, you just write down as much information about that question as you can remember. Just do that, do that, do that. Then go back to your notes and see if you missed anything. Erase it all and do it again. So it was like a, my repetition uh, that I had already been doing, mm-hmm. like math problems. I would just literally do the same thing over and over and over until it became mechanical for me. Because a lot of times, a lot of my problems were the mechanical errors uh, when it came to math. But then, like, you know, this was a very concept heavy class. And what it did was when you started writing, you started seeing how the questions linked together. And you started seeing certain words would start popping out as to how these three questions related and why this is the opposite of this question and how you, so, and like, I ended up getting an A in the class, you know? So it's like, I think allowing myself the time to like take the doses and then just do something completely mindless. It allows your brain to like, um, organize the information. And so I'm actually reading a book right now. Um, and it's about like, reorganizing your brain it's like supposed to be like the key to happiness it comes with like a 21 day brain detox plan and stuff but one thing that's super interesting is it talks about the two ways that our brain processes information and so basically putting it in just simple terms when we're awake we're gathering information but when we sleep and our mind rests it doesn't actually rest our mind just begins to organize it So that's why you have so many people like myself who figure shit out in their sleep. They'll be asleep and it's like they stop the distractions and they let 
their brain just start compartmentalizing everything and start to put things in different boxes. So that's why like my last semester, I would study for 20 minutes and then I would nap for like 15. And then I would wake up and I study for like 20, 30 more minutes and then I would nap. I was constantly taking these like little naps. It's so and, annoying. And Dalton would always make fun of me because he'd be like, Matt, you just sleep all day. And I'm like, it's a part of my process. Trust me. And like, it, it works. Like, you know, so I encourage anybody like go. Go nap the rest of your go day. Go nap the rest of your day. Yeah. <laughs> really, really figure shit out. Guys. Anytime you have a lot of hard work to do, just go take a nap. Well, that's like when you fight bosses. And you fight a boss and die 15 times. Yeah. And you're like, whatever, I'm going to yeah. go to sleep. And then you wake up in the morning and do it <laughs> once. And then it happens. Uh-huh. I hate that. But that's very true because I've had that happen plenty of times. What about you? Yeah. How um, are you going to do this? How, how did you prep for this? Well, the thing was for the first class, they, they give you like the the basics. They're like cybersecurity introductions, um, jobs to look for. They basically, you know, anything you can do to prep is what they give you so they talk about hacker types and um you know what the principles of cybersecurity. so i all i did was i looked up everything i was going to learn that day and on, on monday i just typed in all those things and made flashcards of anything that i could find about it and i studied those flashcards so i didn't feel like an idiot when i walked into the class because i it was one thing i always learned is whenever i went to school i automatically put myself as a stupid one out every time always it was like i don't know what's happening you know, so I go into like, it, what was hardest for me was English classes because mm-hmm. I hate, hated big words and teachers just sometimes just use some words. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean, dude? And so English class, like I knew how to write. I know how to talk. I know, I know what these words mean. I know nouns. I know like all that shit, no verbs. It's easy. But when you use it in a certain way that seems like it's demeaning towards me, it pisses me off. And so I instantly drop out of the class. You mean like as if they were like as if it was you sitting at the ki- dinner table mm-hmm. and your parents start spelling words out? Yeah. When you were a kid? Yeah. And you're just like, and, I don't know what you're and saying. And like, but this is this is back like when I was like, you know, just got out of high school, went to college, like fresh out, fresh boy, you know. Um, so I didn't, I didn't, I still had the mentality. <laughs> what? What you like? When you said fresh boy, I just imagined like a baby, like straight out the shower after a bath. He's like, oh, like, oh, look at the fresh boy. <laughs> like, yeah, look at oh, me. I would think fresh boy isn't like a baby, but like with a lot of swag on. Like, uh, <laughs> man, that, that black uh, sunglasses, the, the monocle. <laughs> but like, I, I, that's how I always kind of pictured school for me is like I would walk into a classroom. And I instantly, you know, got this whole persona of being like, okay, I'm the quiet, you know, I'm the quiet one. And I didn't realize I put myself in that category where I was like, I'm the quiet one. I'll sit in the back and I'll just be here and I'll leave. I won't ask questions. I won't bother. I'll just get my shit done and I'll go. But, you know, getting kicked out of Mount Sac in a matter of a year and then trying to go to Fullerton, getting kicked out of there because I couldn't do any of the classes. It made me realize, you know, maybe that's not the best approach to go to school with, you know. And I didn't realize how much money I was wasting um, for that. So that's why I quit. And I was, I just had to like figure shit out. And I was, I was stupid. Like I didn't realize like how to approach school correctly. Cause I always approach school in a very simple way. You know, what do you think it is that like stops? Cause that was something that I learned in college too, to just be like, I don't know this go to office hours and just talk to the professor and be like, Hey, like to admit, Instead of saying, like, I'm the stupid one, I'm not going to do anything, be like, hey, I want to learn this. I have no clue how it works. I don't know. Is it a pride thing or is it like a a fear of looking stupid or? Uh, I definitely think that he, when, like, that shit wakes me up in the morning and I'm like convinced, I'm like, Scooby Doo is in my fucking room. <laughs> <laughs> um, I definitely think in high school it I think it's a fear of looking stupid, right? Because growing up you naturally compare yourself to your peers, mm-hmm. right? And you're getting grades and your teachers handing you your grade back and if you see the fold with the paper upside down, you know you did bad and so does everybody else. It's a universal sign of that person did not do well on this exam. Yeah. You know, and so it was a fear of doing that. So you have that happen time and time again, couple that with parents that have the best of intentions when it comes to teaching their kids something, yet un- they're unable to, you know, and then 
your kid's like, oh, well, I just don't understand it. I'm, I must like, why it seems so easy to everybody else. Like everybody thinks that everybody else completely understands it, you know? And so for me, once I just decided I'm going to be honest about my grades and people would walk in and they'd be like, Hey, what'd you get on the exam? I'd be like, Oh fuck, dude. I got like, I bombed it. I got like a 72, you know? And they'd be like, Oh, they, and they would give me this weird look because I do. I wasn't bragging about my A that I got because I didn't. You know, what happened was slowly but surely I started realizing we're all in the same boat here, and so it created this level playing field of there's not this like hierarchy of individuals who are like super smart and understand it and people who aren't. There are still teachers that play to that, but. I, at least in college, I was just honest with my professors. Like I literally walked into a office hours and I told my professor, I fucked up by taking your class. And he just looked at me. I'm like, this is fucking hard. I don't know what's going on. And nine times out of 10, the teachers are cool. And they sit down and they're like, yeah, I've, I've been there too. Um, but I didn't have that realization until, till later on. Yeah. Like it was really like my last two years. I took a, a business 300 class and that whole class was for transfers. Like, and I had already been there for a semester and so it was interesting because one thing we did was we started telling stories as to how we got there. And every single student had a very crazy different background. And we all had wild stories as to how we got there. And the whole point of that class was we all come from different backgrounds. Like none of us are perfect. None of us have it all figured out, you know. So that, that was a switching point for me. But a lot of people don't get that, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I think that like. For some people, people don't understand that like underlying school is a legitimate fear for some people. Like they're, they're scared to fail. Like in life, everyone's going to fail, but I mean, it matters if like you're scared to do it or not. And I was, I didn't realize that was my fear. I was like, I was scared of like, you know, seeing an F. So I'd be like, you know what? If I just don't take the class that I paid for, I can't get an F for it, you know? So I would just leave and I wouldn't come back or like that stuff so I think it took me like a few years of working and just you know grinding it out and just really figuring my shit out and being like you know I just want to make money right now so I would go and I just make money and I would that that was my way of being like okay wait but I have to learn these jobs too this job is like I have to learn for a week how to do my job and so then I was like okay I don't know what I'm doing if I'm gonna do this like for you know five to eight hours a day I should probably ask so then I started figuring out, okay, it's okay not to know everything. And then finally I got to a point where I was like, all right, just fucking learn, dude. Who gives a shit what people think? Fuck off. Go learn what you got to do. So that was my mindset. The best way to learn. Yeah. And then too, like life, this is going to sound counter too, but life tends to reward those who fail because you're trying. Yeah. So you put yourself in positions to succeed. And then, like, too, like, the amount of times I've learned from failing in classes and, and failing just in trying different things, like, you learn so much from them that it's kind of is, if you can get comfortable with that, like, you're ahead of the game. Because a lot of people don't do anything because they're afraid to fail. Like, how David, you've known me. How many different business ideas have I had since the time that you've known me? How many times have I walked into your dorm room just fired up about this new thing that I heard of on the way to your, to go see you? I, I would need like I don't know like like six six hands I think Damn, to count those all. That's a lot of hands. Yeah, if I want to count them in my hands. And and I have tried every single one of them, and realistically, I failed almost every single one of them. But a couple of them have stuck, and so things that I'm interested in now have I've come from those failures. At least you're not afraid to reinvent the wheel, or to to. I'm not afraid to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Or will instead the wheel? of instead sorry of, Mitch it changes the name of it <laughs> or instead of needing to have a business idea that's something brand new that like, oh yeah no why no no yeah yeah so I have friends that are like no we need to come up with a brand new idea and like that's great if you're fucking Elon Musk however I am not I am a mere mortal yeah and I just don't trust myself to come up with a brand new idea out by of the my way ass. Elon Musk total alien he's a fucking yeah. that guy is not human yeah I mean look at the name of his child XEO equals MC minus no but um so like so this is a this is a concept that I have been kind of toying with more so in the the CrossFit world, in the functional fitness world, whatever you want to call it, it's uh, 
<laughs> we focus a lot on our weaknesses, right? Like, uh, I think there, there's a documentary that one of the announcers puts it like, you know, you're essentially trying to create Batman. Like, you you have to be mediocre at everything to be good at CrossFit, right? Uh, but in when it comes to other areas, I've been taking a different approach of like doubling down on my strengths and understanding my weaknesses so I can work around them. I would say that I would say, yeah, the functional fitness or CrossFit um, has definitely like changed my mindset on so many things. It it teaches you how to work, Mm. you know, it teaches you like in terms of like goal setting. Exactly. Like I was like, in my head, I was like, Dalton, like, can you do this? Like, before, like, I actually signed up and everything, I was like, I don't know if I could, like, learn all these words, terminology. Then in my head, I'm like, Dalton, you didn't know how to snatch. Yeah. You didn't know how to power clean. You mm-hmm. know how to clean and like how much you can do. Yeah. And, you know? and it's cool to see how hobbies and sports and other things can teach you those lessons even later on in life. Because we yeah. didn't start doing this until a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And I've had the same thing where it's like, you know, you have this daunting workout in front of you. It's like filled with reps and numbers yeah. you, you've only ever seen in math problems. And you're like, how the hell am I going to do this? And then you're like, just one rep at a time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it translates over to your first day of cybersecurity school and you get your list and you're like, fuck, I don't know what any of this just means. Break it down. And you're like, all right, well, just just take one step yeah. and just, just one rep at a time and, and chip your way through, you know, and knowing like you also, you fail in the gym, you, you fail in sports, like you fail in these different avenues, but it rolls over to this point of like, it's not the end of the world as to where before you've seen people who like are afraid to try something because they're going to fail. Like, fuck it, fail, fail fast, pick yourself up and learn, like, you know, and keep moving forward. You know, sometimes literally when you go to do a muscle up for your first time and you end up on the ground (laughs) because the ceiling falls out. Can we please tell that story? <laughs> no. I don't know if I want to. Still get pissed. Still get mad about it. Oh, that's just that another happened. example of me being okay when shit really hits the fan. <laughs> and that's why it's okay when no, I'm clumsy we, so in the rest of life. Died. Bro, no, we have a whole different like weight barometer for David. Like there, so we we moved into a new spot at the gym for all of our listeners that don't By know. By the way, David is not overweight. He's not. He just does weird means. shit. He's just dense. So, <laughs> so we had just hung up our muscle up rings and they're in the ceiling. They're bolted in They're Everybody's been swinging on them. Everybody. Things are good. Everyone's tried them out. Things are good. So we're there's, it's during the CrossFit open, which is a huge uh, event. Every gym does. And I am judging my buddy Mitchell. He's just all over this podcast today. And so he's going through, he's going through and He's doing his muscle-ups, and then all of a sudden, I hear David walk in. Turn around, I see David, and I'm like, all right, cool, David's here, whatever. You know, I see David go, he signs up for his heat, and then about two minutes later. I remember that, the the nervousness of signing up for your heat. You're like, I don't want to go too early. I don't want to go too late. When am I prime? Like, what's my prime time? And then you got to make sure that you get your poops out before the heat. Because if you don't, then you got to poop during the heat. Like David's first squat. Luckily, he ever nerve, did. Luckily, <laughs> David's first squat ever since like, you joined the fucking gym. David's first squat ever at the gym was during the CrossFit Open hold the year can before. Can I finish my story and then we'll hey, go to that? This story is just as good, though. <laughs> so we're there. Two minutes after David signs up for his heat, he sees the muscle up rings and he decides, oh, hell yeah, the muscle up rings. I'm going to jump on it. So he jumps up and I, I, no, no, I was goes. warming up. Yeah. Oh, you up. were warming up? I was swinging to go to warm up and try the muscle up to get him down. To yeah, get him. He just signed up for his heat, and he was like, I'm going to try you know, muscle up or two because he knew it was in the workout. He wanted to see if I could RX it. And, well, he tried. Anyways, I'm, I'm coaching Mitch, and all of a sudden, I just hear this crack and then just these gasps, and I just hear shit hitting the floor. I remember The pipe that was on the floor. And just, seeing a big wooden block. Coming straight towards David's face and curling just enough to the right, just so it barely hits the floor next to his head. And I was like, and my favorite part was, I'm co- I'm judging Mitch or coaching Mitch. I look over, I see David on the floor, and I look up and I see this huge hole in our ceiling. And I look back down at David. I see that he's smiling. He's okay. And I didn't even say a word. I just turned around and just told Mitch, "Keep going." <laughs> I looked. I remember looking back and seeing all that and going, 
what the fuck, David? <laughs> I just, I just <laughs> like, shook my head. I was like, God damn it, David. Like, out of anybody it would happen to, it yeah. had to be David. But on to David's first CrossFit Open, he just met everybody for the first time. They're all cheering him on. Who is who are you standing next to? Liliana? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And we're like, oh, yeah, this is our buddy David. Like, you know, we love this guy. He's one of our friends. Blah, blah, blah. David goes down to his first squat, looks at Matt, and goes, I got a shit. Drops yep. the weight and goes to the bathroom in no, the middle I of the workout. No, no. workout. No, he. You, you finished the whole yep. workout? I finished half the workout. So. It was. Go for it. What was, what was the workout? I don't know. Okay, so he's doing thrusters. So he has a barbell on his. I just remember dying on, laughing. On his, it ended with the you did the workout and then the end was a max. Yeah. So you oh, he, he had, the max. So the faster you finished, you had a break or whatever. But anyways, I'm standing next to Liliana. David's doing his thrusters and she goes, "Oh, is that your friend?" And I go, "Yeah, I just I made him sign up for the open and now he like he had never done a that was his first CrossFit workout." So, or second, technically. Uh, you've been a mess, bro. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, his first, David's first workout was 12 minutes. He made it four minutes in and spent the rest of the time outside throwing up. That's uh, true. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, David's doing thrusters, and the whole time after, like, the fourth rep, he's every time he does a thruster, he looks at me, and he's pressing the barbell up overhead, and he goes, my drum, I got to poop. He does another one. I got to poop. Does another one. He goes, it's coming. And then Liliana just looks at me and she goes, that's your friend? And and, and I just like nodded and I'm all, yep, that's my guy. <laughs> that's my boy right there. <laughs> and then David goes to the bathroom, does his business, comes out and looks at me and goes, that was a great idea, Matt. And I'm like, David, just shut up. Like, <laughs> just go work out. Just finish the workout and we're done. That's all I want. So cleaned 175. You got it to your shoulders. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would call that a clean, but you got it to your shoulders. And I, it actually looked pretty good. For your first day. That's stupid. But. So anyone who wants to work out and is afraid of looking stupid. Don't be. You're gonna. So just get just, over just it. Just own it. Fail fast. Yeah, honestly, like like I said before, who gives a shit? Yeah. Fuck off. Just tell everyone that. It's Dalton's name for this episode. Who gives a shit? Fuck off. So you didn't have Ronnie Radke come to your graduation party, right? No. No, but your mom tried again <laughs> for Matt. Mom, mom went back for another. Whoa. She said, mm, thank you, man. I have some I, more. I wanted, to, I wanted to call my mom and be like, Another graduation party? Yes, mom, sir. Yes, do, sir. Do less. Please do less. So my mother, if you've listened to this podcast, you've heard me talk about the professor that changed my life. And he changed my life by making me question everything. And it just completely altered the course of my life and the way I think and go about my day-to-day business. However... However, I do not necessarily need to like somebody for them to change my life and make yes. me question things. Yes. So my mom, out of the kindness of her heart, decided that she wanted to invite my English professor that I had in like, I don't know, 2014. And so she sent him an email inviting him to my graduation party. It's a beautiful thing, man. As, you know, honestly, it really is. However, like getting coffee would be cool. Yeah. You know, like, like would passing you, would by. Would you really want to get coffee with that guy? Yeah, I would. I feel like it would be more of like, oh, I see you at Target. How you doing? Good. Stop in the hallway. For yeah, yeah like, like, real quick. Something that's like a, like a real quick, quick thing. Not a graduation party. That one mm-hmm. was already small as it was. And then two. I was say, did she invite him before or after? Before when she had her big plan or after when? Oh, no, I was she after. She would have hated plan. me. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, you were a mess. Yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, so she means well. But um, I would have loved it if you came though. That'd have been a whole different Matthew. <laughs> no, I would have been. I it just I just would have been more of a host. That's yeah, all. yeah, exactly. Would I, I just, wouldn't have been able to relax. Yeah, um, not like you over here with uh with the photos that ended up being on on your camera. Look, man. Here here's what happened. It was like everyone's taking graduation pictures, and I plan to make it a party i told matthew that i was going to drink i told monique that she was going to go shot for shot with me did i forget to take shots yes but i still drank so and we had we had the the double beer bong so i was like oh sweet we get to use it um so i was super pumped for that because we never really get to use a beer bong that much so you own that yeah you've had that for a while yeah we had it since oh i thought you guys got it brand new for the party Mm-mm, no we've had it for a while so me and Matt usually do beer bongs out of that, like on holidays and stuff, but we just haven't been able to use it recently. So when the party came along, I was like, all right, people are going to do it with me. So sure enough, I had people do it with me. And it was so much fun because I didn't know people would rather do White Claws than uh, beer. 
but White Claws are a lot harder to take down. They're a lot beers. more fizzy. Beers, I could I could chug in like a second. But like the White Claws, like you, you have to work through that carbonation, bro. Like uh-huh. it's a it's a struggle. So, um, yeah, I had to work through a few of those. I don't know how many of beer bongs I took. But, yeah, I, my goal was just to have a good time. And I didn't give a shit. And that you did. And that I did. And yeah. what what time did you take the pictures? Because first it was everyone else, and then you ended with the four of you. Yeah, so it had been, let's see, we watched the video. It about ended up being around, like, two. I think we took those pictures at four. Because we were, like, everybody left, and I was in bed by 10. Yeah. Like, like you texted me you got home at, like, 10, 15. Mm-hmm. And I just remember waking up the next day, hung over, and I was like, damn, we did not party that late at all. I woke up the next day fucking golden. I've never woken up without a hangover drinking like that before. I was fine. Yeah. Got up and started, started hanging out. But anyway, it's supposed to be a nice family photo of the four of you. Yes, nice family photo. We're uh-huh. all there. And all Got of a em. sudden, Dalton walks over. Actually, no, there's like a, a progression of photos that happens. And what happens is... It's me, my mom, my dad. We're all taking pictures. We look great. Everything's fine. <laughs> next thing you know, the next shot, Dalton's standing in front of me. And then me and my dad are laughing and my mom's smiling. And then Dalton goes in between me and my dad. And we take a picture. My mom's like, you know, fixing her hair or whatever. And then the next picture is my mom's smiling. I'm smiling. Dalton is now falling backwards. And then my dad's laughing and holding him up. And then... It just progressively gets worse where Dalton gets closer and closer to the ground and me and my dad are trying like you see us turn away from my mom and like trying to grab Dalton and hold him. All I remember is saying, Oh, it's happening. Yep. And then at one point Dalton (laughs) at one point Dalton is completely out. I just out, locked out, cold. And and my mom is the entire time taking this moment to let the entire party know how all she wants is one picture and just one time. Meanwhile, stopping to pose for all of the pictures that are being taken still. And then, uh, yeah, and then Dalton finally came too. And then. I was on the floor. Yeah, and then you laid on the floor for a while and then you got up. Yeah. Yep. Need to re- that was my second wind. You just needed to re- ground yourself real quick. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Understand. It happens. Sometimes you just need to lay on the floor for a minute and then get back up. All right. I got to go. Uh, if this is a shorter one, we all have very busy days. So. All right, if you made it this far into the podcast, thank you so much for your time. And as always, go ahead and follow us on all the social media platforms at Drum Podcast. Leave us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And uh, whoa, you know, whoa, go ahead whoa. and leave a comment. Let us know what you want. Dude, that's the most I've ever Wow, that was very that efficient. Was good, huh? I'm so proud of you. <laughs> um, but again, you guys, I feel like the topic of this podcast was fail, fail fast, fail hard, learn from it, but don't ever stop moving. And just keep moving forward. Just keep moving forward, man. Develop your craft. And have some beer bongs. And have some beer bongs. Fucking go, dude. All right. Uh, But everybody stay safe. Have a great week. Until next week, I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. We'll see you guys then. Bye, guys. Bye. I was good with it.